Welcome to Stage Chats. The place where we discuss what really happens on and off stage in the dance world. Guys, we've got a special guest today. Yeah, we do. <laughs> so Mackenzie Davis is joining us. She's a gorgeous dancer. I'm sure you guys know her from social media. She's yeah. on TikTok, YouTube, and now she's with the Grand Rapids Ballet yeah, in Michigan. I know. Yeah. So, so cool. And we, you know, we interview her about all different types of things like point shoes. Company life. Yeah, confidence. Confidence. Like she does struggle with a little bit of stage fright, she mentioned. So she sort of spoke about that. It's a really cool episode. Yeah, you, guys you guys are going to love it. Love it. Yeah. yeah. And also just remember, you can win a prize this week just by listening to our episode. So you can win one of our Odette signature leotards. Woohoo! They're super pretty. So all you've got to do is literally tag us in your selfie at Stage Chats. And, and you can win. Yep, exactly. And we'll announce the winner on Monday. Yeah. Okay, let's bring Mackenzie in. So we are so excited to have have Mackenzie Davis on the podcast. Hello, Kins. Hi. I'm so excited. Oh, thank you for joining us. We're yeah. so excited to have you on here. Yes. Thank you for having me. I literally listen to this podcast every week. Oh, and that's <laughs> I was so like, nice. I was thinking how weird it's going to be, like, for the next one, like listening, it's gonna be me. Yeah, yeah literally. Listen to yourself. Yeah, listen to myself. Yeah. Oh my gosh. How good. Yeah, we love chatting about just you know everything to do with ballet, from like yeah. body image to company life, and you have yes. just joined a company as well, so we're keen to get into that. Yes. How exciting! So, exciting. so tell us about it. Tell us what company you're in, Ken's. Okay, so I joined Grand Rapids Ballet last year as a trainee. And um, if you don't know what it is, it's um, a city in Michigan in the U.S. Mm. Um, called Grand Rapids. And it's, it's kind of like a smaller company in a, a little bit of a smaller city, not really like New York or anything. But, mm. yeah. but that's cool, though, because, I mean, not yes. everyone needs to go to like a big company to start yeah. with. Like a lot of people, they join smaller companies and then they end up transferring to a bigger company later on like it's important yeah. that you get that skill set now hey yeah so yeah what do you do as a trainee a um so honestly I think we mainly just work with the company a lot um it's kind of for like young dancers who like kind of just got out of school or like college mm. and don't really have a lot of professional experience yeah okay. so it's kind of like that gateway into the professional world yeah and then we do a little bit of our own stuff but not a ton we um we're kind of like the core de ballet of the company sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's that's very important for a ballet company. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. How did you get into Grand Rapids too? Like, have you done like heaps of auditions, Ken's or? Um, so kind of. So when I started auditioning um, last year, um, mm. it was kind of like when COVID happened. So there yeah. were no in-person auditions at all. Whoa. So I, yeah. So my, the ballet master at my school, we, like made a whole audition video and I sent it into um, a ton of companies like yeah. online. Um, okay. And then I did three Zoom auditions. Whoa, what were they like? Zoom one. auditions? Did you like so it? So bad. Oh. No, it's awful. It's was it like so one bad. on one or like a whole class? No, there's like you just see everybody in like little squares oh. and then they just class. And like, it's how are directors? Yeah, I was gonna that. say, how are they meant to see what you're actually doing through yeah. a little square when you think about it? I don't know. It, <laughs> it, it, it was 
It was so hard, but um, for Grand Rapids Ballet, um, I sent in like my class video and my variation video and my contemporary video. And then the artistic director actually like reached out mm. and told me that like, he was very interested in me. And then a couple months later, he invited me to do like a Zoom audition with the company, like a company oh, class on Zoom. That's so um, cool. Yeah. And that, that one was my third Zoom audition. So by that time, I was like a little bit more comfortable with the Zoom thing. Yeah. And actually went, it went like better than the first one. Um, oh, so, how good. So it's like all then, worked out, really. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Are you planning so on staying there for another year or what's your goal? Yeah. So I was offered another trainee contract for this year. And then I'm not really sure what's going to happen after that. Yeah. But, just see yeah. what happens. Yeah. Play it by yeah. ear. Hey. That's cool. Yeah. Was there like um, when you joined the company, because obviously it's such a big thing to, you know, even joining as a trainee, like whatever it is, um, was there anything that really surprised you about company life or like getting used to just the changes from like being a student? Mm to now paid company member. Yeah, you definitely do a lot more. Like I was dancing so much more than I have ever danced in my life ever. Like 9 a.m. to 5.30 a lot of the times, especially Mm. we did like when Nutcracker and we did Cinderella and then we did Serenade in Midsummer, And like all of those days were just like class and then like three hour rehearsal block and then a break in three hours. And it was... (laughs) It Full on. Really yeah. Yeah. Did you experience yeah. like, yeah, like a bit of body fatigue? Like that's what I noticed. Mm. Like I just remember just always feeling like quite tired. Exhausted. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> Exhausted. Oh, yes. I would come home at like 5.30 and I would just like lay in bed for like the rest of the night. Like eat dinner <laughs> yeah. and I'd just be like, I, I just feel like, yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, it takes a lot of getting used to, hey, but it's good you're in like a good rhythm now and you probably feel like just much more at home. Yeah. I mean, I've had a three-month break, though, so it's going to be a little bit hard coming back. <laughs> oh, so <laughs> oh, when do you go right. back? I go back this Monday. It's like, oh, okay. that's cool. So you've had a bit yeah, of time off. Excited. It's good, though. Yeah. It's good balance, right? Yeah. you got to have both. Um, I want to chat about point shoes. Okay, so what point shoes do you wear? Because I feel like everyone loves point shoes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wear Freed Studio Pros. Oh, yeah. Do I you- used to wear them. Really? Yeah, I love Freed. Surely, do you go through them really fast, Freeds? Because don't they break down really fast? Yeah, but they're just so they nice. Do. To dance in. <laughs> yeah, they do. Um, so I actually make these like TikTok videos of me breaking in my like point shoes, and people oh are God, always cool. like so confused because I don't, I like barely do anything to them. Because mm. if I did anything to them, they would break in like a day, like they would die in a day. <laughs> yeah. So I, yeah. So I literally just like I don't really break them in. I like break them in for class, and then. I use a lot of jet glue. Oh my God, how cool. How many point shoes do you go through a week? I say like at least one, but I can do it. Like I'll have like three pairs yeah, and then they'll all be like jet glued and then I'll rotate (laughs) them out all through like one month. So so I'll do like three in a month. Wow. (laughs) It's a lot. Hey, and you used to wear gainers, hey, but they've changed something. Is that what happened? Can you tell us about, are we allowed to talk about this? (laughs) I think so. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure we can. Like it's an honest convo, right? Yeah, they did change their shoes. Like they, they kind of um I feel like acted like they didn't really change them, but there there was a huge change and like everybody noticed it. Wow. And I wish they offered like more help. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe just like the communication. But, yeah. So 
their satin was always like a little bit stiffer than like normal shoes because yeah. they kind of have to be. Mm. Um, but then they changed like their European production. They changed their whole satin again. And it, it's like very, very stiff satin. So like my feet would like cramp up and like I literally just could not point my foot. Whoa, the, like, wild. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Oh, so yeah. Very hard shoes now. So yeah. I, I was like seeing all these random videos. Like I think like you popped up and there was like even like some famous ballerinas too that were like just being like really honest about it but it's I mean it's true like a brand sometimes probably now and then like you'd rather hear the feedback than not hear it at all right yeah. I wonder if they'll yeah. change it back or if they'll take it on mm, see. there's probably more to the story hey yeah because <laughs> I like I was in love with my shoes and I was yeah. very very sad to have to change them but I like my freeds now too yeah so. yeah and it's like, used to it and don't you think it's yeah. so it's not scary changing point shoes but once you find your shoe you get so attached to it and then you're just like oh my gosh I gotta go through that again yeah because it takes so long to find yeah. your shoe I literally yes. went through like so many different brands yeah yeah Yes, it was it was very scary. I yeah. was like, I don't want to change shoes. Like, no. <laughs> I'm never gonna be able to dance again. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's not gonna be the same. And like, my feet are gonna look ugly. And like, all this. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, I can relate. Okay. Yeah, I can definitely relate. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, would you say your like major thing with your point shoes is you love using Jack Blue? That's like your little trick. Yeah, to make them last longer, I definitely mm. have to because I also have to buy my own point shoes still. Mm. And. Jeez. When I was in Gainer, yeah, when I was wearing Gainer, since they literally just don't die, Mm. like I didn't have to worry about that, but now I do. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Definitely like expands their lifespan by like two times as long, I would say. Oh, yeah, it it for sure does. And you have to put jet glue in before you wear them, right? Is that what you do? I I don't (gasps) really. Yeah, I don't know. I guess some people do, but I don't know. I never, I've never done that. I used to drink like glue when they were like on their deathbed. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. I used to find it would like feel like I was in like, I don't know, on an ice skating ring. If I, oh, true. It gets really it, slippery. It got really slippery, but yeah, look, everyone's oh, different, okay. hey? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what about um, skipping to like social media, Ken's? Because I feel like that's also like been such a big part of your journey as well. Yeah. So mm-hmm. tell us about like what platform did you start on? Like what was the first? one okay when I was really really young maybe like 10 me and my friends would make YouTube videos but of course I wasn't like for real um but I did do musically (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, Um, musically what is musically that's that's basically the now TikTok I've never heard isn't isn't that right yeah 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 yeah. how cool it was it's basically like the same app yeah a little different so you still like dance Um, to songs and stuff yeah Yeah, right right yeah and it would be a lot of like lip singing it was kind of weird but (laughs) (laughs) are you a singer (laughs) no I, I did do dance videos though with my sister. Oh, we did like hip hop videos. We did hip hop videos. Oh. And there was this thing where it would get like featured and then like oh. people could like look at the feature videos. And, oh, like, right. But like, didn't you get like massive on that? Like, did I swear you had like millions yeah. of followers on that. Yeah, I have like 4.6 million now. Oh wow. my God, that's crazy. So what, when you, when you, wait, so musically you had four point something million followers, right? But then when it yeah. switched to TikTok, did you, keep your followers or did you have to start again no I kept them oh so okay I, yeah. oh phew, yeah, that would be so like, 
I haven't really been growing my TikTok that much since like musically ended. Like I'm still posting, but I'm not like giving it natural. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm just like, yeah, Yeah, fair enough. And then after, so once you were doing like musically, then what was sort of like next? Is that when you went into like YouTube more seriously? Yeah. So I got like a, I got signed to like a networking agency or something. Yeah. And then they kind of get me like, um, they kind of deal with like the AdSense, like the business yeah. stuff of it, like the, and they get me like brand deals and stuff. So then I can actually mm. kind of like make it my job. <laughs> like of my course. Yeah. <laughs> Social yeah. media is like a full-time job. Hey. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. The amount of time like filming, I think like people can underestimate it. Hey, like when you see like a 10 second video, like a 15 second or 20, however long it is, or a YouTube video that's like 20 minutes long, there's just so much mm-hmm. time that goes into it. Hey. Yeah. And then like three hours of like editing or yeah. Yeah. yeah especially when you're trying lot. to like maintain a dance schedule as well like dancing professionally how do you yeah. like how do you balance it out I've been really bad with posting YouTube videos like on a consistent basis because <laughs> yeah. of that but I kind of just I kind of just do like what I can I don't yeah. like force myself to do anything because coming home from like a really long dance day and then like forcing yourself to film is stupid yeah, yeah exactly yeah you got to do yeah. like what's actually like realistic and hey? if dancing's your priority yeah. too and like working your way up in a company yeah it's just like keep going with yeah that. yeah mm-hmm. wow. I've also been doing like vlogs so then I can film mm. during my day that's yeah. good yeah 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 so, so it's yeah. a bit easier so it's like your actual real life so you're not having to like film a whole separate video yeah yeah yeah. yeah, that's also important, hey. Yeah. And then so um, when did you start your Instagram then? I feel like I've always had that probably since I started Musical.ly. Mm. My Instagram, I feel like it's not really like a big platform that I like care about. It's more of like a personal one now. Yeah. yeah. People just follow it because like they see you on yeah. like TikTok or YouTube or somewhere else. Yeah. Is there any advice yeah. you'd give to like a, a young and upcoming dancer about like social media? Because I feel like a lot of kids ask me that. They're like, oh, how do I grow my Instagram or how do I, you know, get bigger on like a presence? Yeah, yeah. a bit of a presence because it's such a big thing nowadays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say, I guess just like be original, just like make Mm. content that makes you happy and you think is interesting. And hopefully like the people who like your content will come to you. Exactly. Be organic with it. Yeah. 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 Be yourself. Yeah. Don't try to be like anybody else. So true. What's the point? (laughs) (laughs) What is the point? Um, Now going on like more of a serious, not serious note, but like, let's face it, like ballet is pretty challenging, right? And everyone sort of goes through like different, you know, struggles with it. Is there anything for you that kind of stands out? Like, is there something that like for you, your ballet journey, this made it like a little bit harder? What would, what would it be? I would probably say like my confidence probably. Yeah. Um, especially with performances, it's gotten a lot better. I think like the more you do things, like the more you perform, like the better yeah. you get at it, mm. or, like the more comfortable you feel. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like because, especially because of COVID, like I struggled mm. with like, I would say like stage fright. It wasn't like that bad, but wow. I mean, like, even like before performances, I would just like overthink it. But I'm also, yeah. I overthink like a lot of things in life, but like yeah. <laughs> that was one of those things um, that I feel like was really hard for me to get over but yeah it gets easier like as yeah Yeah. so what would your tips be 
to improving your confidence or even stage fright like because yeah. that's yeah that's interesting it's interesting hearing it from you because you do so much like in front of the camera and all of that like do yeah. you reckon that's got anything to do with it I really don't know all I know is that like the more I do it the more I feel comfortable with it got yeah. it so the less like the more I do it the less I overthink it because I'm like no like it was fine like it's not mm. yeah it's gonna happen yeah. and even if it does like oh well like you just exactly yeah. like you know yeah that is a hard part of ballet too like always performing and being on your a game all the time yeah you gotta be a performer or a sewer or a hairdresser like you gotta be everything when you're a dancer it's so hard to overthink things though as you said before yeah yeah so do you have like have you created like a ritual or something for yourself like before you go on stage just to like calm yourself down like what's your go-to then not not really um especially because I feel like I like just started my dance journey like Mm. I mean I've been dancing my whole life but I feel like last year was like when I really started like performing like yeah yeah but I think so they would put us in a dressing room with like all the trainees and so there'd just be like all like a bunch of us in one dressing Mm. room and we kind of just like have fun and just kind of talk and like it just it releases a lot of the nerves like yeah yeah. when you're all together kind of like a group environment yeah because when whenever I would do like ballet competitions and you're kind of just like alone yeah it was not a good no no and I was thinking too like you did a lot of like the YGPs like the pressure involved in those like we've all done YGP like those competitions it is just it's all a lot like your teacher like just everything involved it's a lot yeah it is a lot (laughs) yeah you're like yep (laughs) like I love YGP and there are so many people especially at my old studio who like love it like they love Mm. competing and I'm not really a competitive like person Mm. comes to ballet yeah um so I did it just I don't know just for like the experience or for like the coaching but yeah, it's not, it wasn't really for me. Yeah. And that's good that you worked it out though, because it, it's yeah. not for everyone. Like no. I wasn't a competitive dancer. I hated competing. I think I enjoyed yeah. it, but I always got, I I can relate with the nervous thing. Yeah. Like I used to get so nervous. I think it was like the pressure from like teachers yeah. and just, yeah. just doing well. And yeah, it's a lot. I, everyone watching you. <laughs> yeah. I like I think the first time I went to YGP I like couldn't eat for like the whole three days like it was it was pretty bad oh my god so you got like super nervous yeah I mean I've always kind of had like anxiety but Mm. I mean that's like pretty bad when like you can't eat yeah Yeah. that's awful I mean speaking of not eating um (laughs) have you ever struggled with body image (laughs) like have you ever like Um, in the dance world you know like it's a lot as well with body image and all that so what about um, that for okay, you? Okay, well, just to be clear, I wasn't eating because I was ner- like I was nervous. Yeah, so, like, yeah, I no, felt- no, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, like, I wanted to eat. <laughs> I wanted You're just to like, eat. I can't, I'm so, so nervous. <laughs> yeah. For body image, I feel like I haven't really gone through a lot of that. I think because like, I don't know, I've always been kind of like small and petite mm. and I feel like that's kind of like like the stereotype. I'm not like super yeah. long. So I guess like my height sometimes I'm kind of like. like yeah, how tall like, are you? I'm like 5'2", 5'3". Oh, oh yeah. Gosh, you're so small. Yeah, <laughs> so you're tiny. Right, yeah, because I'm like 5'7", <laughs> you're 5'9", no, 8". I'm 5'11". 5'11"? Oh, my God. Jeez, we tower over you, kids. Oh, no, yeah, no. I know, I know. I'm small. Um, that's cute though. Good no, that's things. good in ballet though. I 
feel like. Oh, yeah, See, yeah. I had the other end of ballet where I was like too tall. But <laughs> Isn't it crazy? So you struggle with yeah. height maybe a little bit like in some auditions? Like did yeah. they ever bring that up? I don't know. I don't really think it's like that big of a problem for me because actually I feel like some companies like small dancers. Mm. Yeah. You just got to so find your fit. Especially in America. Yeah. So it was sort of okay for you. Yeah. No, that's really good. There are a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. That's no, that's awesome to hear. I think, um, look, so far, Ken's like your journey, it's just been very inspiring to hear. I think it's really yeah. good for this generation yeah. to sort of see like, you know, you've obviously done a lot of social media and everything and you've still managed to, you know, get to a company because not everyone can do that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. I was like looking back at it. I'm like so surprised that I actually am like here, like performing with a company. And yeah, like, I didn't even cool. I didn't go to like a huge ballet school or anything and I just kind of was like here's my audition video actually yeah <laughs> actually speaking of that yeah did you ever like want to go to like a really big ballet school or were you like happy to like be at your like one that you okay, grew up so with I lived in like a smaller town where like there wasn't a bunch of like big ballet schools mm. and then I lived near like the capital like Washington DC kind of mm. like an hour away probably and so I did switch to a different studio that was about 45 minutes away from mm. my home and I actually had to live with somebody else because mm. my mom oh, okay. could drive me back and forth so I feel like that was like my big move yeah <laughs> but yeah. I don't know I because they had like a really good ballet program like a really good ballet master there yeah and um he was an amazing coach like he's coached so many um professional dancers but yeah I like never really thought about going to like a like a bigger school affiliated with a company Mm. and like looking Mm. back I probably would have because it makes it that much easier to like get a contract in America yeah but the thing is like it all works out right it's worked out for you now like but yeah it's it's interesting that you kind of like you bypassed that step but you've like still managed to get to where you are I think that's really really cool oh how awesome well, it has been so amazing chatting to you, Kens. Thank you so much for being a part of Stage Chats. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. Anytime. We loved hearing about your journey. Yes. Oh, we'll see you <laughs> next time, hey? Okay. Yeah. Bye. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Claudia Dean World. Make sure you follow this podcast, our Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. See you in the next episode. Bye, dancers.